Hey friend, do you have ADHD? Maybe, maybe not. It really doesn't matter because either way, you're so welcome here. Whether it's you or someone you live with that has the squirrely brain, I'm here to help. On this show, we'll be sharing perspective shifts and hacks and systems and routines that all work for people of all ages with neurodivergent brains. I spent the last almost decade working with students as a special education teacher and navigating my own ADHD. Whether you want someone to hold space for you or you want the tactical, tangible strategies, you're in the right place. I'm going to help you learn to let it be easy, work with your unique strengths, and move from scattered to simplified. And we're doing it all with positive perspective, self-compassion, and a whole lot of God's grace. Let's do this. Hey there, you beautiful human. Today, the title, man, that sounds like a bummer, huh? You're never going to be consistent. (laughs) Um, But I hope that by the end of this episode, you will understand the perspective shift I'm trying to bring and it's not going to sound like such a downer and it's actually going to be a little bit freeing. So um, I mean it when I say you're probably never going to be perfectly consistent because Even neurotypicals don't have the level of consistency that we believe we should have for whatever reason. For, sorry, I'm recording in my car. It's Wednesday night, the night before this episode needs to go live. I'm actually getting this one done the night before instead of the day of. So we're getting a little bit back on track. But my child's already asleep. There's too much background noise in the house. I'm like, well, I'll just come sit in my car. And then my car decides to make weird noises. Like, can we not? But anyway, as I was saying, for whatever reason, and I'm sure this, actually I know this is not just people with ADHD, but I see it super common. Hold on. Okay, I'm adjusting you guys. That's so much better. I see it super common within the ADHD community, especially, or other neurodiversities, whether it's autism or anxiety or depression, where we have this super unrealistic standard that consistency means that we're doing everything perfect like all the time. And that as soon as we miss a day or we miss even not even the whole day, like maybe we're just late for something or whatever, we start spiraling and we get into that shame cycle and it's just not necessary. Like I know you guys have probably all been in the situation where you're like, man, I need to start drinking more water or I need to start eating more healthy or I need to start going for a walk every night. And instead of just trying to do the thing a little bit more often than not, you're like starting tomorrow. I'm doing this every single day for the rest of my life. And maybe you're not thinking like for the rest of your life in your head, but you're not giving yourself an actual time frame. You're just like, I'm just going to do this thing forever and ever. Like I'm changing my life. Today's day one. And then inevitably when you miss a day or you mess it up a little bit, you get into this shame cycle where you're like, oh my gosh, see, I knew I couldn't do it. I just can't be consistent. I'm so forgetful. I am so squirrely. Like I just can't do this. And we just go down this spiral and then it turns into all of this negative self-talk, which then negatively impacts your self-image, which then negatively impacts your confidence, which then keeps you stuck because you feel like a freaking failure and you're not. Here's the thing. We don't need to do something every single day in order for it to be consistent. 
And when we have these really vague ideas of like, I'm starting this thing and there's no end date and there's no room for error, we set ourselves up for failure every single time. And then we end up in that cycle that I just took you through. And we don't want to be there because it doesn't help us. It doesn't help anyone around us. And ultimately, it doesn't get us what we want. So what I want to encourage you to do instead is... First of all, if you're going to start something that you do literally never, do not just be like, all right, tomorrow's the day. I'm doing this every day now because you're not going to, okay? I want you to start with something realistic. Let's use the example of drinking a gallon of water a day. I don't even know if that's like a measurement that people still use anymore of what they aim for. I have no idea. But Let's just use that example to run through all of these different scenarios. So if you decide you're going to drink a gallon of water every single day, day one goes great. Cool. You got a little bit of momentum. Day two, awesome. Maybe day three. Then maybe day four, something happens and like you forget your giant jug of water and so you don't hit your goal and then you end up in that cycle. You're not very likely to try to start again the next day. You're probably just like, yeah, screw it. See, I can't do anything right and move on. Now, what if instead you're never drinking a whole gallon of water yet, right? So maybe you start with once a week for this entire month, I'm going to drink a whole gallon of water in one day. And you pick the day that is going to be the easiest for you to do that. Maybe it's a day that your kids are at school and you do a lot of cleaning around the house so like you're really active and you drink more that day anyway and you just carry around this big old jug all day or maybe it's a day that you're at work and you just can stare at it on your desk all day long reminding you over and over and over again drink the water or maybe it's I don't know it could be literally whatever day maybe it's on the weekend when you're at home and you are running errands and you just bring this giant gallon of water with you everywhere or you're at home doing laundry and cutting the grass. I don't care. Pick which day would be easiest to be successful and just do it one day a week for a whole month. Okay. Maybe, maybe two days a week if that feels really doable. Like if you're already drinking a decent amount of water, just not a whole gallon. Cool. Let's go for two days a week. If you're drinking literally no water at all right now, except maybe one bottle like once a week because your body feels like it's dying by that point. Don't aim too high. Pick one day. Be successful in that because you're going to get a dopamine hit from actually reaching your goal. And then once you're able to do that, then increase it a little bit. And also giving yourself a time boundary is helpful too. I'm going to do this one day a week for this entire month. That's only four times. You can do anything you want four times, right? Probably. At least that's how my brain thinks. (laughs) Okay? The other thing with this Actually, it's not the other thing. I just wanted to give another example. So another way that you can kind of take this is maybe you don't set a specific like I'm going to do this this many times a day or this many times a week. Maybe it's just I'm going to do this for this amount of time and then I'll reevaluate. For me, back in the fall, if you guys have been listening for a while, one of my goals was to go to the gym and I was going to go for three months. I got this like deal for the first three months. I was like, I'm going to go the first three months and see if I can just like get back into it. Like I really used to love going to the gym before I had my baby. And I was like, I'm just going to give it three months and see. And my goal was to try to go twice a week. I did not do that every single week. Sometimes I only went once. Sometimes I went four times a week, whatever. It was fine. But I went 
at the very, I, I only missed, I think, one or two weeks for that entire 12 weeks. And they weren't even consecutive. So I consider that successful. And then when I got to the end of that three months and I decided, you know what, going to the gym really just isn't my vibe in this season. Like I don't want to be out of the house any more than I have to. So I'm not going to do this anymore. And I discontinued it without any guilt or shame or feeling like a failure because I decided I'm going to try this for this amount of time. I didn't act like, oh, I'm going to start going to the gym every day and like invest in a whole year of gym membership and buy all this new gym gear and all of this stuff. I didn't do any of that. I said, you know what? I'm going to try this for this amount of time. Give yourself a chance to be the curious, creative problem solver you are and just give things a try and don't attach this strict outcome to it because you take all the fun out of it when you do that. Just give that a try, see what happens, and remember that literally I don't think there's a single person who is perfectly consistent every single day, and if they are, it's because they have so much freaking support and help and resources that we don't have access to. Like, my brain is going to, like, mega celebrities that, you know, have, like, personal assistance for every single thing and people that come in. I mean, like, if I had a personal trainer coming to my house every single day to do a workout with me, I might be working out every single day, but I don't. So, am I going to be perfectly consistent with that? No. The other piece of this when it comes to consistency is remembering what your priorities are during each season. So, I've told you guys in the last couple episodes, I've had a really chaotic season and right now I'm just holding on to the things that are absolute priorities, which is us continuing to eat healthy. It's getting outside, playing with my daughter in the evenings. It's obviously like still going to work because I have to. It's making sure my relationships within my own home are as strong as they can be. It's keeping up a little bit with friends, but I mean, I'm not going out and doing coffee dates or anything like that right now. I'm not working out right now. I have a lot of projects going on in the background. I'm trying to keep this podcast afloat, even though some days I'm like, oh my gosh, it's time to go down to once a week. But I don't want to do that because for whatever reason, in the back of my brain, I decided I'm doing two episodes a week for the entire year. And then I'll reevaluate at that time and decide what I want to do next. And even with the podcast, like, yeah, those episodes have gone out every single time. Have they come out at the perfect time every time? No. Have they come out being amazing, beautiful, glorious episodes? No. Have they all been recorded in a perfect, consistent situation? No. I'm sitting in my hot car right now starting to sweat in my garage at 8 p.m. at night. But it's okay because it's still getting done. And I left myself enough wiggle room within my goal to keep going and not feel like a failure when I don't do it perfectly. So I hope this pep talk lands for you. Um, I didn't talk about it at the beginning. So if you're still here, just another reminder from now until May 7th, my 30th birthday, I'm doing $30 coaching calls. All you have to do is send me an email. Um, It's always in the episode description. You do not have to book your call for like the next few weeks. Like you can book it further out than that. Um, You just have to get it scheduled and purchased before May 7th if that's something that you would like to do. This is a great opportunity if it 
it's been something that you've kind of thought about here and there when you're here on the podcast, but um, financial investments that you cannot go return at the store kind of scare you because same. Um, so yeah. And then lastly, I didn't check to see if we have any new reviews today. Um, but I am going to continue sharing those because you guys just make my heart so happy. So if coaching is not for you, but you want to, you know, say happy birthday to me, I would love it if you would leave a review with a, wait, a rating with a written review. That's what I'm trying to say. Say something cool about the show. Don't just give it the stars. Like say something because when other people are scrolling through and looking for shows, I don't know how many people really read reviews. I'll be honest. Like I go through and I read them sometimes, but all I know is that the Apple podcast app is like, oh, this show's important when it gets reviews. So it helps grow the show and get this in front of some more squirrel friends that are just like you that need the show. So thank you so much for being here. I love you so much and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.